Hey everyone. Welcome back to another fresh new episode of My Car Season 4. My name is Jayashivastav and I am Pranav Tar and we are your hosts for the season. For today's episode, we have with us Ms. Shrishti Behel. She's one of the most successful female producers and she took up television at a time only a few were willing to experiment. Currently, she is the director India Original Films at Netflix and the person behind shows like Ghost Stories Chopsticks, Guilty, Muska, and many more. Welcome, Shristi, ma'am, to my cast, my cast's official podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. So are we, ma'am. So, ma'am, let's start with your role. Could you tell us a bit about it, and uh, how is your day like? Uh, I have uh, what I like to call the best job in the world. Uh, I get to. Uh, read scripts uh, read books and enable filmmakers to tell their best stories uh, on a on a service like netflix which uh, you know takes uh, the content across over 190 countries and uh, in in an accessible way of with dubbing and subtitling that happens in about 30 languages so it's a, it's a, an opportunity for us to kind of showcase the best of india to the world and uh, so you know i get to uh, work with some very very talented people here in our team in the content team and uh, put together hopefully what is a very exciting slate for all our subscribers to put it simply how does my day go right uh, uh, i'm an early riser i am up uh, by 5 am uh, i think that's an early rising i don't know what time you guys wake up but uh, yeah and uh, i'm in office by say about um, i'm going to say 7 7:30 uh, and uh, it gives me I, i mean i love that time of day and now that we're back in office i'm really excited to be doing this again and uh, i get to read a lot of scripts talk to a lot of filmmakers whether they're writers or they're directors some of the more established people who have uh, you know who've already made films and sometimes uh, newcomers who are working on their first film uh, as a writer as a director sometimes as a producer and uh, read all their stories and you know kind of enable them to uh, then get into shooting or sometimes we need to put them together with a production house if it's a new director or you have a writer who has a great script and you can you know introduce them to the right uh, a uh, creator to be able to make it the right director to be able to make it so we kind of work on that team building as well i i always feel that our primary job is to try and keep the creative people true to their own vision uh because as you develop things uh, and you know and you go into so many stages filmmaking is a very very collaborative art a collaborative art form and unlike a lot of others uh, which are more personal like when you're doing a painting or sometimes of course when you're composing music as well when you bring it to life you bring in a lot of other musicians and a lot of other flavor in it uh but with filmmaking every step of the way uh people keep joining in and bringing their vision to it as well so sometimes that can get diluted in the process so i think that's one of the things uh you know that we enjoy doing is to remember what it excited what had excited the filmmaker in the first place and uh, keep them true to that as we go along 
and then there's editing and marketing and uh, putting it out there making sure that our primary goal at netflix is always about bringing consumers joy and uh, you know that's a very good uh, uh, end to always want so it keeps you honest and keeps you true to what it is that uh, they'd like to see and bring the film out in its best possible form amazing so uh while researching we learned that growing up uh, you were around a lot of people from the industry uh, so we were curious to know how that shaped your outlook uh you know um the the thing about being uh, kind of from the business so to speak as in my father uh, was a producer and a director as well and uh, uh, i have my grandfather was an actor and a producer and uh, so you know for the longest time i thought everybody is in the movie business uh, you know you don't really uh, you nobody grows up thinking that they're different from other people uh so i think but the privilege of it was that to be surrounded by creative people at all times uh you know who spoke about music cinema books art and you know uh, that side of your brain constantly getting nurtured and you also see very early that it's not easy you know it's not something that you come with dreams in your eyes you see sometimes the good days and the bad days you see the success and the failures uh the thing about the movie business is that it's very very public your your success is celebrated by the world and your failure is known to everyone so i think um that is one of the greatest learnings to not uh, you know to just always remain true to what you really want to say through your story uh, whether you're writing it or you're directing it or you're curating it or you're broadcasting it and uh, that's all that really matters and not to get caught up in trappings i i think that was the greatest learning So uh 2020 was the year of content and OTT platforms uh, redefined entertainment and made cinema accessible to people. As we enter 2021, uh the supply and demand for movies at home is at an all-time high. So in such a competitive scenario, how does Netflix navigate and put its finger on the right kind of stories? Oh, uh, that's a great question. uh we have uh, always had a plan you know we've always been very aware that india loves their movies uh in india is the one time when you actually see uh you know that 80% of our subscribers choose to watch a film a week and uh, you know that's really high compared to the rest of the world as well uh, on netflix per se and uh, so we've always been very acutely aware of it and we started our original film um uh you know content fairly uh, well recently uh it was in about 2018 that we started to make uh, original films here and uh, we managed to now put out about 30 titles 17 of which came last year and all of the, uh, the rest were before so there was something that we were doing uh this unfortunate situation where you know the world was suffering uh in in the pandemic uh did create certain opportunities of not having to buy i mean you know to buy something that could not unfortunately come out and uh, we were you know in the privileged position to not only elevate uh, people's moods hopefully with the content that we put out but also enable the storytellers to take their story out to the public for who they make it right so we did buy a few films um that were you know we felt would be exciting for our viewers to watch but we've always had a plan to uh, make original films and even uh, in the 17 titles that we launched uh, in 2020 uh i'm going to say about 12 or 
12 or 13 were already planned as uh, originals that were made for us. So going forward, we already we do have a robust slate, which we are trying to make sure is really diverse and is really engaging for anybody who comes on, in, no matter what frame of mind they come, whatever mood that they come, or what they want to do at that moment. Uh, and, uh, you know, continue this journey and continue the responsibility of making sure that people are excited every time they come on to Netflix. Right. Interesting. So now to a question which a lot of us discuss in class. With so much of content coming in, how do you decide whether a particular story has to be pitched as Netflix original? You know, it's a lot of instinct. Um, we... Uh, you who have to be kind of cons- conscious and aware of what's happening in your surroundings, uh, you know, in terms of like uh, pop culture, conversations, news, and uh, it's a little bit of prediction, but it's mostly the vision of the creator. You know, when somebody comes in with a story that they can't control and they have to like make it, you know, and they're so like passionate about it, it translates to the rest of us as well. And you know that this is going to be really exciting because somebody's like just bursting with the story. Uh, you know, one very interesting thing I found when when I joined uh, and uh, I found it fascinating because like you said, I was a producer earlier. So I had the other hat on for the longest time is that we don't tell people what they should go out and uh, bring for us. We always ask them, what is the story that you want to tell? So you need to have that passion when you come in with the story. You need to come in with that passion when you have like something to say. And uh, I think the other big word for us is authenticity. You know, we want to be authentic to the world that you are creating. Now, you know, uh, people oftentimes mistake authenticity to being something only gritty. But authenticity generally means that you're being true to what you're supposed to be, right? So even if you're doing like a uh, a hyper real uh, more mainstreamy kind of movie the logics in the worlds have to apply you know if you're doing a superhero movie you got to be true to that if you're doing something that's gritty and about the underbelly then you need to be true to that if you're doing something that's about Bombay City you know it's like all our lives have so many aspects to it and I think that's what makes it really exciting for us as storytellers you know we say that India is the land of storytellers we grow up like first listening to, you know, we all have, a lot of us have had the privilege of having uh, grandparents living with us uh, or at least to make sure that we go back and visit them often enough. So we do tend to like um, have some memory of some stories that they were telling. Uh, we used to tell stories down in, in song form. We are one country that's had the, you know, we, we've had like theater, uh, theater performed by one artist on the street. And we, we've also had epics that have been told down by rote. And so we, we just love stories. India loves stories. And so, you know, it just becomes like a, a, a spoiled for choice. Right. Very interesting. So uh, how do you measure the success of each show? And what conclusions do you draw from the performance of the show? You know, there isn't a one-size-fits-all. Uh, because like I was mentioning earlier also, you know, we all have our own frame of mind. Like, you know, someday you have like a really hard day at, at, at college and you come back and you just want to do something, watch something that's not like, you know, going to tax you because you've just gone through an entire day of, you know, engaging and, and, and being troubled. And and on a, on, a, on, a, on a weekend, maybe you want to like learn something completely new. 
so whether you want to watch like a sitcom or you want to watch a, a documentary or whatever it is that you know uh, at that moment if you like we just want to make sure that it's there for you and we also have a fantastic algorithm uh, that somehow shows it up at the time that uh, you'd like to uh, see it so uh, moving on uh, in one of the lectures we were discussing how personalization is of key importance in today's day and age and uh, when it comes to individual choices and moods uh, netflix caters to all across uh, 190 countries so we'd like to know how do you understand the mood and of authenticity i think uh, the authenticity comes from the creators you know it comes from like uh, being committed to telling a story for no other reason than to tell the story you know it it, it shouldn't be coming from what they believe is a is, is an external box of pressure or like i don't know this but people will like it it's got to be something that they love and they want to tell so that always comes through uh and uh well the algo like i said is is amazing as services are amazing and uh, you know the what we try to do is we try to listen to what it is that you uh, have been watching and how to make sure that you find something every time you come but uh, even beyond that now we have started like the top 10 rows as well so that also gives you something that's out of your out of uh, your uh, regular realm that somebody there other people may be watching or something that's trending now on the service if you see so if you want to like kind of just flip it like i love watching uh, you know dark investigative shows so my timeline kind of looks a lot of uh, you know like uh, the ripper is the new one that came out or night crawler that came out and there's a lot of that kind of stuff sometimes i scare myself only and but uh, you know throwing in something like once in a way and not that i needed a top 10 row but the crown this changes uh, the whole game for you or the queen's gambit for that matter yeah true so now moving on at mica we study courses like customer experience design and consumer behavior and thus we understand how crucial it is to find the right consumer insights and like how these are super essential for the optimization of customer journeys so could you share any insights that you might have about the indian consumer something you see specifically with indians as compared to other countries well one is the movies uh, you know that uh, you see that indians watch a lot more movies than you see people uh, regularly uh, uh, watching somewhere else you know in in other countries but i think what has been really really heartening for us to see uh is that during the pandemic we've seen people sampling in many different languages uh so they're picking up even like say lupin which was a show that came out if you haven't seen it go and watch it boys please like tell me and you can thank me later and uh, that's a french show that's come out or like dark or like even korean content that uh, we have on our service japanese content so i think the 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 beauty is that uh, the diversity of the slate is available in the manner that you want to consume Uh, at the time that you want to consume so that's something that uh, uh, i think it's been encouraging to see that indians are experimenting and they're not letting that one inch uh, subtitle come in their way of enjoying a good story uh, and of course like uh, the movies but we see that people love real uh, you know authentic stories people just like they know if you've done anything for the wrong reason if you think you know we can just put this together and it like people will like it it just never really comes out that way somebody's got to believe in it so that's like something that we're very very conscious of agreed ma'am so 
what we have seen in the last couple of years there has been a rise in demand for non english content which are not only local but tailored for the hindi hinterland for example netflix jamtara so what goes into ensuring that the story is local and yet it appeals to a global audience i mean is there a trick to it you know the thing is that like when we are watching something like you're saying like we've seen like even like say dark performing on the surface right it's it's true to where it comes from it is highly unusual for something i can't think of a single example of something that did not work in its country of origin but worked otherwise you know it has to work from where it comes and again it takes us back to that word authentic you know one of the major crossover films that ever happened was out of hong kong which was crouching tiger those many years ago and now when you're seeing like a film like um uh, white tiger which has got a different uh, you know kind of a perspective to it it's been hugely successful in india so it's it's about like telling the story in the way that it needs to be told uh you know more than just like you can't really you shouldn't really look at things and say okay oh put you know this is exactly i think the liberation that uh, uh you know we try to make sure that our creators have that you don't have to tell people ke oh today uh, you know you need, you need to put an item song you need to put four songs you can you know you need it to be of a particular length it or it has to be in a particular format so the always the search is like that what is it that you want to say and allow us to empower you to say it in the best form for it and which is what we do like i work on film but even across the series team and the unscripted team you know there are there, there are many ways of telling the same story uh some of it it can be in the form of a mini series uh you know which is just a limited like one season some of it can be three episodes something can be like a, like the irishman which is like a three and a half hour movie or you can do like what we've seen a lot of success with in in india with is the anthologies where you take uh, you know one basic subject uh, or one basic um you know uh, mudda and you uh, work uh, you know you take multiple directors perspectives and how they want to come across like we saw in last stories or we saw in ghost stories or uh, you know we saw in pava kadaigal which was a tamil uh, anthology that we did and uh, that was something that resonated even in the north with non tamil speaking audiences and hopefully we will see that for pitta kadalu which is our first telugu anthology cool so uh, moving on and on that note uh, we were just discussing uh, anthology right and that's what we have seen how a lot more filmmakers and actors are moving towards that and have embraced uh, anthology format of telling stories So, how do you see this trend for twenty twenty one? And are there any more trends that you see shaping up in the industry? You know, I think the the idea is to break out. Uh, I think people are now. You know, this is the golden age of entertainment. So, what we see now is that people are no longer getting boxed in by uh, any traditional format. Uh, the ability uh, that uh, you know uh, a service like Netflix provides is to be able to tell the story in its most authentic form, in the best form possible. Whether it needs a couple of hours or it needs like season on season uh, to tell. So I think that's seeing that liberation of the creator has been very very gratifying. And uh, you know going forward, we are hoping to uh, you know just make sure because people are not like people are. you know they just want to be engaged and they want to believe in what what you're telling them and they want to go around on the ride you know and uh, it doesn't really beyond a point matter to them that whether it's a it's 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 a short uh, you know it's just a short film or it is uh, multiple hours so i think 
it's very exciting times. It's uh, things that we're going to see that are going to come out that we can't even like, uh, like right now we can't predict and hopefully we'll all be surprised very pleasantly with the way the things uh, go. But yes, the anthology format has allowed creators to come in and tell stories which were not uh, possible for them to do, uh, uh, you know, in a traditional film format and not possible for them to do uh, as a series as well, you know, because they would just get kind of lost. Tying them together thematically allows these filmmakers to try something, to experiment, to take different point of views on what they're doing. And the time commitment is also, you know, it, it's, it, it's for them. I, I remember like we were there in, uh, we were talking in Hyderabad recently, we were talking to uh, Naga Ashwin and uh, who's this uh, filmmaker who's, uh, of course, like huge in the South. And, you know, he's now making a new movie with uh, Deepika and Prabhas and Amitabh Bachchan. And something that we, you know, uh, and, and at one end he's doing that. And he was like, I can't believe that on the other end, I've done like a 20 minute. This is the fastest that I've ever made a movie. And he, and it was so nice to see because, I mean, it would be lovely to hear from you guys once you saw it because it's something that you you know, we haven't seen it. It's completely unexpected, especially in an anthology format. And especially based on, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, women uh, in that. But uh, he's gone like, I, I mean, I wish next week I would have been able to discuss it with you guys. Really. <laughs> and uh, so basically, let me just tell you that from, it can be from a story of today, it can be a story of the past and it can be a story of the future. You know, we, uh, the, 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 the wonderful thing about seeing these anthologies is that we're seeing it from, you know, we're seeing stories in the same theme. And uh, especially like when Pitak Kapalu is there, or even if you saw it, uh, even if you all did, uh, you must check out Pavar uh, Kadegal because what talent, uh, even in the Tamil uh, cinema aside from just Hindi, we have so much talent in this country. It's like being in a, a kid in a candy store. So you, you can see like, a, uh, you know, from the, from the heartland, uh, of uh, uh, Telangana all the way from like as hyper city as you can see and uh, they're all thematically tied together uh, it's fascinating agreed ma'am so uh, ma'am with the rise of OTT content and cinema there has also been an increase in the new talent and there is a lot more inclusivity in that sense how do you think the streaming platform serves as the meeting point of established stars and budding storytellers I think the ability of uh, for uh, a service like Netflix to be able to uh, deliver content to you at the time and in the manner that you like uh, allows you to kind of pick and choose on stories that you don't have, you wouldn't have even done, you know, on another occasion. Uh, so what happens is that like we have the luxury of uh, being, I mean, you know, you know, I would say we have the luxury, which also means that we have the responsibility of being as true as we can to what it is we're trying to say. So we don't have to necessarily have like a 40 year old leading man uh, uh, going to college. Uh, you know, uh, we don't necessarily have to have people who are from different eth ethnicity ethnicities playing, um, uh, you know, other characters. So in the world of trying to be honest and to be real, uh, you do end up with that. And I think one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, conscious things that we do in Netflix is to try to be as diverse as we can. 
not just in terms of the stories that we are telling, but also like from different parts of the country that they come from and different parts of the world where they come from and also through different lenses. So we always looking at like how is it, how it is that we can, uh, you know, have much more representation on and off screen. So, uh, you know, when you have a female director and we've been very uh, fortunate to have had about uh, uh, 12 creators working across uh, uh, you know, just last year for us in as writers or producers or directors uh, in the female space, which is something is considerably more than uh, what you see in the more traditional formats. Uh, you know, they they bring their own life experiences, their own point of view, which is very different from what we've been seeing all along. So, or that when you make a film, uh, when we see a film like Akuni, so when we look and you see like, a, you know, whether you say like you have an Akuni that comes uh, from the northeast part where we don't get to see too much. And like I was saying, we have uh, 11 country, uh, languages in which we uh, serve content. And uh, aside from the dubbing and the subbing that happens for uh, for the other global stuff as well. Right. Uh, so people have a window to see the world from many, many uh, point of views. And I think that's what people find fascinating. You want to see yourself repre- represented on, on screen. You also want to see things that you would have never come across. Uh, and they can only be real if it's not all like stereotypical and one size fits all. Uh, these are things uh, that the, the variety is what makes it like, you know, part of a whole 360 experience of actually humankind. Right. So moving on from what you just shared, we now wish to understand from you what aspects do you keep in mind while introducing a new creator who eventually may grow to become their new favorite? You know, that that's a great question and I'm really happy to talk to you guys about it because uh, this is one thing that is like a two-way street always. Uh, you know, why we, why we want to make sure that we have uh, the newer, younger, fresher and thus bolder voices. You know, because uh, the innocence of not having made a mistake always enables you to try something nobody's tried before. And that's a stage that, you know, when people are just out of college and the first jobbers, and it's always uh, wonderful to see that there's no fear of uh, what could go wrong. It's mostly about an aspiration of what will go right. And so you fearlessly, uh, you know, jump into it. And that's how innovation comes. That's how new strong voices come out so i think um, one of the uh, uh, things that we look for when we're looking at a new creator is obviously somebody who's kind of thought through because the other side of uh, being in in a creative uh, uh, job is that you don't have any sort of uh, definite uh, qualifications so i think the the you know when you when you have like fresh old voices the idea is to kind of make sure that they are empowered and they're also protected. It's it's what we call, you know, what, what you can think of as like, you know, you want to give them wings, you also want to give them roots. So what happens is that, you know, they have the security and the support, but they can also fly as uh, open as they want. Having said that, um, there, because there is no particular qualification that you need to have to tell a story, as educated as you are, uh, you know, and especially like if you've had the opportunity to go to film school or you've had the opportunity to, and I'm talking specifically about content creators, um, you know, it always helps you hone your craft a little bit more. But uh, we have seen time and again, people who don't have any formal education come out and make brilliant cinema as well. So I think uh, 
one of the things is to ask yourself is that am i ready is this ready because nobody has till today come to us and pitch something and said that oh you know this is okay but let's make it everybody comes with the world's best idea and something that's so netflix it can only come on netflix uh you know and uh, we you know so you want to make sure that you've done all your work and it's not just a whim um of course with the established people it's much much uh, easier because you have an idea for they stand for uh, but what we find really really exciting is that more and more people are coming here and they want to try to do something that they've hidden in their hearts for a while and uh, now they have the opportunity like i was saying earlier to be able to tell it in its best form right that's amazing uh, so before we conclude uh, is there any recommendation that you'd like to share with us uh, which is important to you in your life could be a quote a book uh, any particular movie or maybe even an experience oh my god um you know i'm i'm a great one to like uh, pick up i think what resonates with you in that moment is is your honest truth right because you never know i remember many years ago i was very uh, unhappy about some stuff and uh, i i read a quote somewhere that says that if you are not happy move you are not a tree and that just like made such a big difference to me but i think that if there's one thing that i could say is that we all have so much that we want to say there's just so much we want to share to take a minute to also listen and not just talk i think learning that is something that experience teaches you but uh, then here's another one of my favorite sayings that uh, you know anybody can learn from their experience uh, a wise person learns from others that's beautiful ma'am and also brings us to a close thank you so much rishti ma'am for joining us today thank you ma'am thank you so much for having me guys ma'am it was a pleasure to host you on my cast i'm sure the listeners are going to love this particular episode We look forward to more interactions with you in the near future. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Bye, Pranav. Bye, Jay.